It's a National Signing Day edition of the Cards Cast. Michael McCammon, publisher Jody Demling here with me. It's uh, Jody. It's Scott Satterfield's and his staff's first real true uh, recruiting class. Probably didn't go as, as planned as they'd hope, but I think still when you look at it, a really good class. But it, it, it's still an exciting big moment for Scott Satterfield in the future direction of this program. Yeah, you know, we were going to do this podcast, Michael. I was excited to do it yesterday, but we're still yeah. waiting on the last letter to come in. Actually, don't worry about it. Henry Bryant yeah. will be part of the class. It's going to happen. Uh, he will be part of the class. Uh, keep clicking. We'll uh, keep watching. We update uh, when he is officially signed. We, I mean, look, he's wink, wink. It's going to happen. He hasn't. He's having a ceremony uh, uh, on the Thursday night at his school. So uh, uh, it's a big thing for the school down there in, in, in Atlantic, Florida. And I think he's one of the guys that uh, that I think will have early impact. And I, I'm, I'm excited about him. But yeah, Michael, it's uh, it's a great class. Look, when you look at it now, the numbers have been kind of weird and skewed. There's 23 going to be 24. They said 25 going to be 26. Well, you count if you count Jadarian Boykin and Jamel Starks, then that makes this class look even better to me. Those 2019 oh, yeah. kids, um, it, it's tough. You you don't want to lose Chuba, uh, Purdy, and and that was a big blow. But they did everything else that they can that could do to keep guys. Let me just go down the list. Kobe Baines was getting looked at by at the end. They were pulling from all different directions at Miami. Marvin Dallas and uh, Trevor Reed were getting all kinds of love in the last few days trying to get them to flip. Lovey Jenkins from Pittsburgh, Tim Lawson from Maryland and other schools. Um, you look at, uh, you know, Dwayne Martin had some, Zay Peterson, even Josh Minkins, I was told, uh, had some schools that, that were calling around, uh, you know, trying to get him. Greedy Vance. Uh, T. Webb had some, Cameron Wilson, all those guys had other schools. Braden Smith had Mississippi State where he was at already trying to get him to come back. Uh, he, he he spent a year there as a walk-on. Now they wanted him to come back as a scholarship player, Dexter Rents. So if you look at all these guys that they hung on to, that is huge, Michael. And I also believe that with all those schools trying to get the guys, tells me that Scott Satterfield and his staff did a pretty good job. Yeah, you know, and, and that's one thing I think one of the things, uh, one of the positive check marks that uh, I think Vince Tyree was probably excited about when he was looking for a replacement, somebody to take the direction of this program, was when you look at, at Scott Satterfield and his staff and what they did at Appalachian State, and certainly this is a totally uh, different thing, but we can't we can't argue against the fact that they won big and he was a very big success there and what that signifies is he does a very good job developing the players that he has um, and now that he's stepping up into the into the power five level um, Louisville's not to that point where they're going to get consistent five stars I mean we, we haven't gotten consistent five stars to this point um, that's the obvious goal but I think when you look at it they're, they're heading in the right direction uh, you know they had Chubba Purdy so close uh, but yeah it does sting and especially from a, practically when you when you look at it from a numbers uh, standpoint as far as rankings go um, you know I, I think they still got a very solid quarterback in this class and T Webb. I mean, he got put up some unreal numbers at Cartersville once he replaced Trevor Lawrence and we see what he's doing at Clemson, you know, but when you look at this, this class as a whole, especially when you include the two from last year and it's two of the bigger guys from last year, when you, when you're talking about stars and things like that, then this is a really, really strong class. It's a class that comes in and gives you immediate help. You mentioned Henry Bryant mentioned Kobe Baines. There's a number of guys in this class. They're going to have that opportunity to come in, you know, compete right away. I mean, you've got 15, 16 kids coming in early. Um, I mean, heck, even Kobe Baines is like, I want to get here before the start of the new year. I mean, these are hungry kids that uh, one of the reasons they came here was to play in the ACC. They fell in love with Scott Satterfield, and they saw an opportunity to play early. 
you know, and and so this is, could be an extremely uh, valuable class. We've seen previously classes, uh, previous classes at Louisville ranked higher that kind of fell apart through the years. Well, I think one of the things that this staff does in looking for those character kids and and so on. I don't think this is a class that's going to fall apart. Sure, there'll be a transfer here and there, but not like we've seen in some of the higher rated classes that Louisville's experienced in years past. So I think this is a good class to really build that foundation, keep that momentum from what they surprisingly did this year, and, and just see where the dominoes start to fall after that. All right, here's a couple things. I'm going to I'm going to surprise you, Michael. So we're going to go through okay. a couple of superlatives here. Uh, we'll get to what's next uh, at the uh, towards the end here. Class MVP, and for me, the class MVP of this one is Cameron Wilson. Not only because I think he could be end up being the best player in the class. He was the first commitment. Now they they had Ronald Delancey and the ED committed or whatever. You know, Cameron Wilson was the first guy that signed that was was committed to Louisville back on March the 26th of last year. He had other schools that were uh, that were trying to get in with him at the very end, and uh, unlike other prospects, he stayed true to Louisville and uh, and I think he's going to be a great player. And to me, he is the MVP of this class. Yeah, that's, it's, it's tough to go against Cameron Wilson. I think he is a guy that's going to come in and, and make a, a really quick impact. A guy that's going to come in, I don't think will make an impact on the field as early, but I you know, I think he does deserve kind of an MVP nod, and that is uh, T. Webb down in Cartersville. I mean, here's a guy that uh, you know is was lower rated than Chubba, um, you know, still got comparable offers, and you might you could make an argument that T got T got actually better offers overall uh, than Chuba, uh, but the lower rated Chuba was viewed as as the big you know hero that can come in and, and change things immediately, you know, and, and T never flinched. Uh, we even heard Scott Satterfield talk about it at his press conference on signing day. You know, this is a kid that even though you know he clearly needs to come in and do some work in the weight room, he knows that that's one of the reasons that he's amongst those that are uh, coming in to to be an early enrollee. You know, but he's a kid that said you know what. I'll run right into the face of that competition. And he's got enough confidence to where he felt that he was going to beat out, you know, Chuba or whoever else is on the depth chart when his time came, you know, so for, for those aspects, both for what he can do on the field into the future, as well as what he means and, and his, and his real, and his true commitment really uh, to this Louisville program, I think gives him an MVP nod for me. And I will say this about T Webb. He came to Louisville, he committed to Louisville and then came to camp after he committed. Not a lot of kids yeah, would do that. Yeah. Most kids would shut it down. They don't want the coaches to see, well, I might not be able to do this. Or I might. He wanted to come and work, and I'm, I'm excited to see him uh, uh, and what he can do. Best get for me in the class is Trevor Reed. I think he starts for Mackay Becton next year. I think he's unbelievable. I've got to find the video and post it. Uh, uh, I'll find it. I have, a, I have a video of him and post it on the website uh, of him doing a backflip. This is a, a six foot five, 300 pound man doing a, a sprint <laughs> and a backflip. And uh, in, it's unbelievable. And when I went to Georgia military uh, and spent some time with him, such a good kid, such good footwork. Number one, uh, he's the number one uh, offensive tackle in the junior college ranks. And again, I think he starts right away. Um, look, I, I do think there's some other good ones in this class. You know, Tim Lawson, Brock Travelstead, who's going to play right away, Greedy Vance, guys that are going to be there. But I think Trevor Reed, to me, is the biggest pull. When Louisville got him committed, he was at camp um, uh, in June. Uh, and we were there, Michael, and I watched him very impressed. He committed. Mm -hmm. And really the only offer at that time was Louisville and Western Kentucky. And the Louisville coaches did a great job of identifying him uh, as a guy, bringing him to camp, getting him committed, and then he stayed true. I think he's the biggest get of the class. 
Yeah, and a very important one there. You know, obviously, as you mentioned, Louisville does need help. They, they got plenty. They got some really quality depth on the offensive line in here. I really <laughs> like Toby Baines. I like all the guys they brought in. You know, I mean, you look at Luke and uh, Kendra and Austin Collins and even and Timothy Wilson or uh, Lawson, excuse me. All of them are, are solid guys that that can come in and compete and and are guys that are really you know, driven and, and and wanting to get better and learn. But Reed is a guy that can come in and with the expectation, hey, we need you now. You're going to step in. And he's a guy that has that looks like he can play the part to to get that done. You know, I'm going to go back to the guy that you mentioned, Cameron Wilson. I think Louisville obviously needs help uh, on defense. Um, big time linebacker. He, you, you sung his praises just a moment ago, so we know what he can do. Um, and I think he's going to have to do that. Sounds like, you know, the coaching staff is going to do whatever they can to make sure he's given every opportunity uh, to make an impact this year. So, you know, I think, you know, both those guys are going to be uh, somebody that we get used to seeing on the field in year one in a Cardinal uniform. Cameron Wilson will be a uh, Cameron Wilson will be a um, uh, an early enrollee, so that's uh, that's yeah, huge as yeah. well. All right, uh, before we talk about what's next uh, and those early enrollees, how about a top sleeper in the class, Michael? I'm going with a wide receiver, and I'm actually going to go against my original thought. I was going to say Dexter Rince, then I was thinking, uh, and then I was thinking Jordan Watkins. I'm going with Braden Smith. He's a guy who's only right. played wide receiver for two years. And uh, he was one of the top junior college wide receivers. He's a former quarterback. He's bigger than two two. He's bigger than a two two at well, but he's going to play that role. He's five ten, at about one hundred and ninety pounds is what he uh, is what he checks in as. Um, I talked with uh, his junior college coach today, and this guy. I mean, they just rave about this kid and his the smarts that he the football intelligence that he has. And, uh, and just what he can do uh, on the field, I think this guy is going to end up being a steal for the Louisville Cardinals. I'm going to kind of go with the obvious one uh, and take the easy route on that. And that's Marquis Lowry, the, the signing day uh, commitment, the, the flip they got from Appalachian State to Louisville. Um, you know, he's talking, taking a lot of flack. Unfair. You know, it's, it's not his fault that he flipped from Appalachian State to Louisville. I mean, he was looking for a better opportunity. One came up and, and, and he jumped on it. And, and certainly this is a guy that they've talked with for, for quite a while. There's some familiarity there because of their time at Appalachian State and stuff. But, you know, uh, you talk to him, you know, this is a kid that's got a chip on his shoulder. He told me I'm coming to Louisville with a chip on my shoulder. (laughs) So there you go. I mean, he's from Charlotte. He loves Jair Alexander, you know, throw throw those in the mix. Not that that really matters much. Yeah. But we also heard, you know, from sources that they think he could be the steal of the class as well. Um, And it's somebody that obviously can come in at at corner uh, and give Louisville some needed depth in the secondary as well. So Marquis Lowry gets my nod for, for steal of the class. And uh, a pair that I think really should be mentioned, obviously the two here local, Josh Meekins uh, and Jordan Watkins from Ballard, uh, Josh from Ballard, Jordan Watkins from, but- uh, Jordan Watkins, excuse me, from Butler. Uh, they both signed officially last night, but those two, you know, stood in, and put the brakes on, you know, Kentucky and others being able to come into the Louisville area, you know, Purdue and a bunch of others that started feeding off the talent in the Louisville area. And those two kind of put the, the brakes on that a little bit and, and started turning the tide on uh, on a trend that really needed to be stopped. So kudos to Scott Satterfield and his staff for, for being able to land those two and for those two to really wanting to come in and be Cardinals and stand out for their home team. All right, what's next? Louisville's going to have, when Henry Bryan is official later, which it will be official later tonight, don't worry about it. There's nothing to fret about. Uh, with Henry Bryant. When he is official, that will mean Louisville will have four spots left in this class. 
Um, Yaya Diaby is going to be continue to be a target for them. I still think Louisville's got a really good chance to uh, to land the kid. He might take other visits. He's been on other visits, um, but I just think uh, you know in the end the relationship with Louisville coaches uh, and Georgia military and the relationship with his two teammates Marvin Dallas and uh, and uh, Trevor Reed. Uh, I, I just think in the end, Louisville's got a really good chance to get him. I think they'll definitely need another. They want another linebacker. Will they yeah. try to get that out of this uh, the, the senior, the, you know, the class of 2020, or will they try to get that, um, you know, m- maybe grad transfer or transfer? It, it's going to end up depending. You know, I think what they've done is the coaches will take a couple of days. Um, obviously, they're focused on bowl practice right now, Michael. They've got time. They take a couple days. They evaluate what prospects are still out there, who maybe didn't sign that you thought was going to sign somewhere, and uh, what classes are full. You know, I mean, there's some schools yeah. out there that filled up and, and had to drop a couple guys here or there. Um, that's going to happen. So there's going to be names that, that surface over the course of the next uh, three or four weeks. Um, and, and really, it won't be until that first week of January when we have some uh, some official visits that we know for sure who they're going to be targeting. Uh, you can you can guarantee that Yaya is going to be one of them. But with only four spots left, they can do they can do a lot of different things. They can play a lot of different ways. And I do expect them to bring at least one grad transfer in uh, among those four spots. Yeah. You know, and, and to go back to Yaya and um uh... I kind of like the way he's handling uh, his whole recruiting process. I mean, this is a guy that, uh, you know, I would describe his his interest in Louisville as being as close to being as committed as you can without being committed. You know, and I think some kids who may eventually flip back uh, late in the process would probably do themselves a little better if they kind of took a similar route that Yaya has done. I mean, I think the Louisville coaches know and feel they are in very good position, but obviously they still have to work to get them, you know, but you got to kind of tip your hat to them to, to not making that commitment and then making the the coaches work, you know, a second time, even harder to hang on to that commitment. So, you know, tip of the hat to how he's handling his, uh, his commitment process. But uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they do uh, close out this. I mean, Obviously, they're going to look at, at all different avenues. I mean, the transfer portal is out there now. The, the the grad transfer market, both of those get bigger every year. And obviously, they're going to continue to look at, at high school well, prospects and, as well. And, so. and, Michael, I do think that, you know, I mean, we've talked about Yaya, and we'll get into some other – we'll look at some other potential, um, you know, uh, 2020 kids that, that didn't sign – uh, uh, on signing day when the period is over here uh, coming up on, on Friday. But I do think that probably when you think about it, Michael, I would I would imagine that two of the four spots that Louisville signs are guys that we've probably never heard of right now and maybe oh, even guys yeah. that, the, that the staff is not on right now just because of the way that this is going to be and the way that this is going to be crazy. Um, you don't want many spots. You, you'd love to get it all filled up. Having 15 guys enroll early is going to be huge, but you like the fact that you do have four left and there's some things that you can play with. Keep clicking at cardinalauthority.com. Keep looking at what we've got. We will bring you, keep you up to date. Um, I've got some, uh, a look at some 2021 prospects coming up here uh, on Friday morning for sure. It's going to be a lot of fun moving forward, turning the page. Uh, Louisville with uh, a very good class, some dis- a couple disappointments, yes, but a very good class in the class of 2020 to fill some needs for the coaching staff. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. This has been a Cards cast looking at National Signing Day, the early National Signing Day for the Louisville Cardinals.